Okay, today's daf is daf Yud Gimel. And let's begin the Gemara. Rabbi Yochanan b'shem Rabbi Yana. Ze'echad mishlasha midrashot she'en mechavram b'Torah. So if you recall, we've seen already one of them. We've seen this statement that there are three drashot that are crystal clear when it comes to Trumot. We've seen one of them, and here we meet the second. Because it says in the Torah, kol chelev yitzar v'chol chelev tirosh v'dagan. Interesting, it says the best of your yitzar is your oil, the best of your wine and grain, which is interesting because you have a funny grouping in the Pasuk. You've got Tirosh and, Tirosh and Dagan at the end. You can see this in the Pasuk in the Gemara in front of you. And you also got Yitzhar in the beginning. But you've got Chelev mentioned twice. Chelev Yitzhar and Chelev Tirosh. So the question of the Gemara is as follows. Man and Kaimi, what do we learn from this Pasuk? Im lelamed, if it's trying to teach him Tormi min ha Tirosh alagan, Daivgan. If it's trying to teach us the Tirosh and Dagan, one can maf- you can mafresh from one on the other. Meaning you can separate wine to satisfy the requirements of a grain. Then we umina degana tirosh. Hate one that doesn't make sense. Hari tirosh v'yitzhar. We find tirosh and yitzhar to mention the beginning of the pasuk. Kochele v'yitzhar and chele tirosh. They're separated specifically in the pasuk. There's chele v'yitzhar and chele tirosh. That's harehem shnei minim. They're two minim alien. Ve'introm mizalzeh. The pasuk itself implies or teaches us that because they're two different minim, you cannot you cannot mafish one on the other. That is because the Torah says. All the best of Yitzhar and all the best of Yitzhar. She didn't say, call Chelev Yitzhar Vitirosh Vedagan. The fact that the Torah split out Yitzhar and Tirosh means when it comes to oil and wine, which really are products that come from trees, then that they're considered separate meaning. Do Amar, therefore, we say at the end of the Pasuk when it says, Ma, sorry, let's continue. Do Ma Tirosh Vitzhar Shen Miuchadin. They're separate meaning, they're unique. Shen Minei Shnei Minei Ilam. When it comes, and despite the fact they're still grow on trees, if you like, you can't my fish from one another. So too, I will include what? The fact that the Pasuk ends with Tirosh Medagan is to teach us that that same, um, that same din holds when it comes to grain as well. Two with, when you have two minim within Dagan, you cannot my fish from one another. So in other words, this is, this is what the Gemara is saying. This is a crystal clear learning. There's no real suffix about this. But the way the Pasuk is structured to teach us is just as you cannot mafresh from, say, oil on wine, which are two minimum within an orchard, the fact that the gun is mentioned at the end of the Pasuk is to teach. When it says Tirosh and Dagan, says it all have the problem of two minimum when it comes to grain as well. Okay? So you can't mafresh from wheat on barley or barley on wheat. And that's really the... Um, the so the Gemara, therefore, is explaining the source in the beginning of the Mishnah. The beginning of the mission, the end of the yesterday's Gemara was And therefore, we find that this is a source in the Pasuk that it says in our mission, you can't mafish from one, one species on another species. And if you did so, it wouldn't work. Now, unlike before, where it's here, we see it's Mufurash, it comes out straight from the Pasukim that it simply does not work. Okay, fine. Let's continue. Then the Gemara, also, the mission also says, all subspecies of wheat would be considered one min. Um, so what's the what's 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 that to teach us? Afilu um, al shamtit shamtit al igdun. Even if we're dealing with a variety of wheat that one is white and one is red, that's to still considered under the banner of one min, and you can match one another, even though visibly they look quite different from one another. That's to teach us. That's um, mission is needed to teach us. But that's considered one minute mafish from one and the other. Okay. Call me tainim grogrod with vela chat vatorimim zelze. We said when it comes to fig, whether they're normal figs, they're dried figs, or they're, they're or they're pressed into cakes, you can mash with one and the other. Now, what 
the Gemara is going to deal with now for the rest of the daf, which is going to be our, our challenge for today, let's put it simply, is how does that work if you're mushroom from figs on dates? Because as you naturally, as you know, naturally figs uh, shrink in size. So how do we do have fascia from one or the other? So my charts are certainly incomplete and less colorful than normal. Didn't get a chance to do it fully, but hopefully I'll polish them up after this year. But I'll share what I have so far to, so we can follow the debate somewhat. Let's continue. So the Gemara says as follows. Here we have a brighter. Tani. Tormim tainim ala gorot, biminyan vagorot ala tainim bimida. Now, to get around this problem, according to the Chachamim, this is the Shtanakama, he holds that if you're going to mafresh from figs, sorry, normal figs, that on dried figs, you have to do so biminyan. Okay? However, if you do in that way, what you're doing is you're going to be, muff, you're going to be taking effectively, ensuring your air erring on the side of caution, that you're going to be taking more. The grogorot alatenim, if, however, you're going to go mafresh from dried figs on fresh figs, since they're smaller in size, if I did by number, I would be taking proportionally less if, in terms of its volume. So therefore, you should do so in that case by volume bermuda. A value shouldn't do lot because if you do figs on, on, on dried figs by, by volume, you're going to be taking less in terms of number of figs for the amount that's required on the dried figs. Because again, in a single volume, you, you can fit much less fresh figs on dried figs. Similarly, Similarly when it comes to grogarot, you shouldn't take, if you're going to take mafresh from dried figs on normal figs, you shouldn't do so by number because if you take the, because as you know, there are the, um, the fresh figs by volume is a much greater volume for the equal number, the equal number. So therefore, you have to do it, as we said, you mafresh when it comes to, if you're doing grogorot alatinim, you do so bamida. Now we have a problem here. The question is, when it comes to truma, well, one trum you can do by estimation, but the other one has to be precise. So how can you say we just simply choose one way of measuring it to ensure we mafresh more and we're not less than that's required? That doesn't work if you have to be precise. So that's why the Marafulda quite clearly here says, no, here we're talking about truma gdola, which is, I mean, again, truma gdola, we've said, is a range between a 40th and a 60th. And However, if you're talking about truma, may say, no, that has to be precision. You do it by I believe, by volume, by meter, by measure. Okay, so therefore he says that's what you do. Rabbi Shimon Megamniel says, He says the baskets of figs and dry figs are considered one species, and according to the way we're going to understand the rest of the sugyo, which is the way Rabbi Chaim understands it, we don't really understand what Rabbi Shimon Megamniel says yet, and that's going to be the subject of the debate according to the Amorayim, which we'll see on the, in, in a moment. Um, fine. However, Amr Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says, "Rabbi Yossi, Amr Hayanotel Asara Grogar." He says, "Abba Hayanotel." Sorry, Rabbi Shmuel Beyossi says, "Abba, what do we do?" He would not tell us Eser Grogarot Mina Muktza Al Tishim Teinim Shebekalkala. So, what does that mean? If he's taking ten dried figs to satisfy the requirement of ninety figs, fresh figs in a basket. Well, that and, and, with, and here this sounds like what is this is this is this this is, sounds like it's if it's a tenth it sounds like it's, we have to use precision here. Now, if it's precision, well, you got a problem 
because 10 dried figs is going to be smaller in volume than the, say, 10 normal full of fresh figs, which you had to separate from those 10 in the Kalkala. So it's very important to understand that what? That, that according to Rabbi Ishmael, as explained Rabbi, explained Rabbi on the next stuff, oh, sorry, on the next side of my page I have, which is the next two lines view, um, is that he views these dried figs, ki'ilu tfuchot, as if they're swollen like they were in the beginning. So in other words, the fact that it's reduced in size and volume doesn't matter. That's because it's simply dried out. And therefore, he views, this is a very important point to understand, he views that the dried figs as if they are, you know, already swollen like they were in the beginning. And therefore, he had no problem separating 10 dried figs to satisfy the requirements from Mesa for the remaining 90 he has in his kalkala of fresh figs. Okay, that's kind of the debate here. Okay. We turn the dust. Now we are, now let's have a look at the, look, look at the follows. Rabbi Yirmiya says, Savar may ma'atru in ilu v'nasav ilin. Let's ch- change the gears a bit. No, we're switching a little bit here because when Rabbi Chaim explains it, like following the ch- the shino gears of the gra, kama v'nasav sa. We read it v'nasav salim rav So you can see there's a nasav as well. Um, to, uh, probably a line or two down from where you are. It's those two nasavs which kind of switching those two expressions. So what is the mention of Rabbi Yirmiya? In other words, Rabbi Yirmiya understands that, that what? That Rabbi Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel, because we're trying to understand Shid Rabbi Shimon Gamliel in the mission that said, He understands that Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel agrees with Rabbi, with Rabbi Yishmael Rabbi Yossi. Which would really shit a Rebbe Yossi because because um, because he said this is what Abba used to do, which is what otan ki ilu that what we view them as if they're swollen. So therefore, when it says when we read it now as we have it here, nasav salim salim Therefore, he says you can therefore only if you're doing it by basket. So equal quantities of basketball volume, if you like. You can only do it from grogarot, dried ones, on fresh ones. Because your simple basket you have, your inotaki ilutfuchot, your figs, you view those as if it's already swollen. So volume-wise, it's going to be much bigger than that basket you have in front of you. So that's why Rabbi Yirmiya says that that's how he understands, again, shitat Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, that you can mafrish therefore dried figs on fresh figs in this manner, but not the other way around. Because if you did it the other way around, you took fresh figs for a whole lot of dried figs, again, you view the baskets, you should view those baskets of dried figs as if they're much bigger. Ki'ilu, as expression is, the nas of salim in the You should view them as being swollen up. And therefore, if you try to take from fresh figs on the dried figs, you wouldn't be taking enough. If you did it perfectly by baskets, the basket, like in terms of numbers of baskets. Because again, according to Rabbi Yirmiya, to make it clear, he inotanki lutfukot. Okay. However, Rabbi Yossi, however, disagrees. Um, this is Rabbi Yona of Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yona of Rabbi Yossi amin derech hatafach derech He says, no. He says, you have to look at the nature of these, um, of these figs. Figs, the nature is to reduce in size. The nature is not to start swelling. Figs don't start growing. They'll just reduce in size as they dry out. So therefore, what happens is 
You view the figs as they are now. So therefore, that's what I said. Therefore, just to understand the Lush of the Gemara, you've got a basket of figs. The volume you see in front of you is the volume they are. So therefore, according to Rabbi Yonah, Rabbi Yossi, they understand what Rabbi Shimon Megalnia says, Nasebs Tainim Ugrogrot Minechad, sorry, Sale Tainim Ugrogrot Minechad, it means literally, you can take, it can go both ways. You can view them, in other words, you can take, you can take Tainim or Grogorot, Grogorot and Tainim, you can do so by volume, and you view that as they are, because once again, figs don't grow in size. So if they're shrunk in size, that's, that's the volume they are. It doesn't matter if the quantities and numbers are different, you go by the volume, game over. Okay, so that's again important understanding. Rabbi Yirmiya says you will inokilim kill fuchot, so therefore you could only do figs on 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 sorry the dried on the fresh, but not the other way around, because the basket that's in front of you of dried figs, you have to view it as if it's bigger than it is. Whereas again, Rabbi Yonah, Rabbi Yossi, they say no. They say they say that um, that. If the, if the dried figs don't swell, so you can't do this. Imagine it's bigger. If they're that's if that's the volumes they are now. That's that's the way we view it, and therefore it can go both ways. Okay, you can imagine that the fresh figs are smaller. I mean, what's the difference? Oh, in, in, what in contra Yirmia? No, according to uh, Rebbe Yossi. No, so Rebbe, so you're saying because they swell because. Fresh frigs reduce in size. Therefore, even though you don't, even though you, you should just use a fresh figs if they're smaller, you're saying. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. It's a, a good question, but I think he just simply says no. You just the the position of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is you just view everything kadahasha like we have now. But I think your question is a good one because I think we might um, uh, address that towards the end of the daf, if I'm not mistaken. But let's uh, let's continue. Okay. So far, so good. Um, let's continue. So, so he said to them, meaning Rav Acha said to who? The two shitot, meaning them, meaning Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yonah Rabbi Yossi. Indeed, can, can, uh, can Rabbi Ila Rabchun Haveba? That's indeed how Rabbi Ila, your Rabbi, he taught it this way. He, that's how he understood Shirat Rabbi Shimon Megamil, that again, it goes both ways, according to Rabbi Shimon Megamil. Tenim on Grogoro, Grogoro on Tenim can go both ways. And you don't, and you don't look at the, you don't say that because of their nature, because of their, um, sorry, because the nature is to shrink. You just, you're like, actually, you don't say, because they used to be big. Okay. Next. This is the next case. Taman Tanina. We have another Mishnah. It says, So to, to appreciate when it comes to food, if, if food is Tameh, in order to pass on Tuma, it has to be the size of a Kibetza. If it's less than the kazais of a beta, it's still tamer, but it can't make other things tamer. So the minimum size of, say, basa min and avela in order to be source of tumah is a kazait. And similarly from, similarly from a sheretz, one of the eight teeming creatures that are source of tumah when they're dead, also the minimum size tumah is a kadasha. So if you left any of these things that were on the shear in the sun and they dis- decreased in size, similarly, kazait pigul, kazait notar, and kazait chelev, Hare elu, he will got tohurin. So Hare elu tohurin makes sense for the first group. The first group is saying these are all sources of tumah, and if they decrease in size in the sun, then they become tohur, they become tahor. Um, when it comes to the kazait navel and kazait chelev and pigul, so let's just um, we're not holding kodshim at the moment. So kod pigul, if you recall, that if someone does one of the four avodot, 
In other words, he shechts a korban, for example, he does a rikah, with machshava that he's going to eat from the korban past the time he's allowed to do so. Now, even if he does everything fine, doesn't make, oh, sorry, assuming he does everything fine, even if he eats it within the required time, it doesn't matter that korban's considered pigle and spancho black carrot. Notar is if you left the korban, physically actually left the korban now, past the time you're allowed to eat it, and one consumes of it. And chaylev is um, part of, is someone consumed part of the forbidden fats. Now, all these things are punishable by karet. And what we're saying is, is if it is a kazayid in size and, and, and it was left on the sun and reduced in size, then it's not that it's mutar, but it's less than the shear that one would have to be in korban if it is over shogun. Now, however, then importantly, what we're missing here is that if it then, I wonder if he adds it. Yes, the, the gra actually adds it. He says, chazru v'natnu begeshamim. If, however, then you place all these things that were left in the sun or reducing sides back outside in the sun. And then what happens is, so, and, so it's, so, and then it starts raining. So you put, leave it in the rain. And then due to the rain, it swells back up again. Then that Mishnah says, to me, even they're back, we're back to square one. They're back to sources of Tumah. So in other words, you've got a nice shear, the sources of Tumah. It dries out in the sun. So it shrinks, it's Tahor. Then it rains, it comes bigger again, it's Tamer again. That's what that Mishnah says. Now, Dromai Amri, this is assuming what? That the, what we're dealing with was already a Kazait from the beginning. So it started as a Kazait, it dried and came back. That's when you say it becomes Tamarike. However, if we're dealing with something that naturally itself was less than a Kazait, and then you left it out in the sun, sorry, we put it in the rain, and then due to the rain, it swelled up in size, we don't say now it magically becomes Tamarike. Why? Because you just simply say that it's filled up with water, okay? Which is very similar, by the way, that we saw by Rebbe. We're going to align this later on, but this is basically the shita of, I've already put it on the table, but I put Rebbe, the, the drama on the left-hand side because it lines up with Rebiona and Rebiosi. He says, that's like shita Rebiona and Rebiosi. Just as he said, look, just as they said, look, figs don't naturally just start growing and swelling in size. Therefore, you don't, you just view it like it is now. So to here, a kazait of flesh doesn't start growing in size. It doesn't matter if it starts raining. If it starts raining it's, and, and it swells up in size, because it, from the outset it was less kazait, it's now not a source of tumor if we're talking about a novella. However, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shimon, Menlachich, Treu, Amrin, Afal, Pisha, Ein, Kazait, Mikara. So he says, so they say, I should say, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shimon, Menlachich, they say that no, if it's less than a kazait and it rains, I don't care if in the beginning it was always less than a kazait. If it's now bigger than a kazait, it's a source of tumor. So again, if you can see on the table, that lines up beautifully with Rebbe Yirmiya. Now Rebbe Yirmiya says we, we, that, that I don't care if naturally figs don't start becoming non, dried figs, sorry, don't start becoming fresh figs. It doesn't matter. I view them that seems to align with Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish. That says, I don't care that naturally a lesson a kazaid of an avela won't start growing. Doesn't matter if it's bigger now, it's bigger now, and that's it. So that's how, again, Rabbi Chaim aligns the positions of, um, of uh, again, Rabbi Yirmiya with Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, and Rabbi Yonah, Rabbi Yossi with the Dromai, those from the south. Okay, next case. They said to him, So here we're dealing with, again, we're really flying around Shas. Yeah, we're back into Kojim. We're dealing with what happens if someone has to bring a Mincha offering. And the problem is, this, we say it was a Korban Toda. So each Mincha offering has a shear in terms of, you've got to have a shear in terms of how much, um, how much flour there is. 
But when it comes to Korban Toda, some of those, I'm not sure if it's talking about Toda or, or the other Mincha offerings, that are, the other Mincha offering is, is Chametz. But the question is, is that if it's Chametz, um, how do you make it Chametz? Because you have to add Seor. Seor is um, sourdough to make it start leavening. So the question is, what do you do? How do you, um, how do you get the right shear? So one understanding, Rabbi Huda says, you know what? Sorry, sorry, Rabbi Meir says, what you do is you bring your Isaron. Sorry, this is, sorry, this, this is for Shtea Lechem, not for the, the, the Chametz in, in Korban Torah. This is the Shtea Lechem. The Shtea Lechem is the two Chametz offerings that come on to what with the Kibzeat Tzeret. So what he says, you bring the whole amount you have to do, the Isaron, and then you take some of the flour and turn that into to sourdough and then put it back in. That way, you know you've got the you've got the exact shear. However, Rabbi Yehuda says that's not mina muvchar. It's best to bring there's some already uh, some sourdough that's pre-made, put it in your um, in your kli and then fill it up, okay, and fill it up, and that way you'll get uh, you'll get really good chametz um, chametz mincha uh, offering. Okay. However, the response was Amrulo af hi haita so Amrullah now is, you'll see, is Rebbe Meir. He says, one second, if he said, they say to Rebbe Yehuda, if you're saying you should bring the, sour, the, the, bring the sourdough from home and add flour, we say um, that it won't work because you're not going to have the exact volume of Yisaron because the volume of sourdough is not going to be the same, uh, equal to the volume of flour of, in, that its place is displacing, if you like, within your uh, measuring container. So we say, Mani, who is this? Amrullah, that, Mani Amrullah, who is the one that said to Rabbi Yehuda this? Not right. That's Rabbi Meir. Why? Because Pamim Shehasaor Yafeh, Vitafuach, Ha'ilusolet Hatzemuka. Sometimes what happens, you might use good, nice um, flour, that is such that when you produce the Saor, the Saor will be larger than the Saor when it was solid, when it, which would be uh, less in size. The Achshav, what's going to happen? Shehi Saor Yafeh, Vahu Tafuach. Now you've got Saor, who is a nice quality one that is more swollen or larger than it, than its volume would have been if it was flour. You look at it as if it's quantity, as if it was small. And what's going to happen is you're going to then fill up your midah. You're going to fill up your midah to the, to the brim, to the exact measure, and not realize that unfortunately the saor there is taking up more space in the flour than it's, than it's volume of flour. So you're going to have less. You're going to have less than the required amount of flour. Upamim sometimes shasora. Sometimes the saw is going to be bad quality. Vit samak, and he is actually what's what's the problem? It's actually going to be smaller in volume than the, the, the amount of flour that was used to create it. Ha ilu solet if it was actually fine flour, he tefucha would be bigger. Machshav she shasora vut samak atrotek etzatzamek ilu tafach v'nireti etera. What's going to happen is. You're going to assume if you're going to put this saor that's now smaller than its real volume in flour, you're going to assume it's the same volume as a flour, and you're going to fill up your volume of flour to the top. And what's going to happen? It's going to be you're now effectively having more flour that, than is required for the um, for the for the, for the mincha offering. So that is shitat Rebbe Meir. Okay. So the Gemara continues now. Aldat de Rebbe Yirmiya. Take out the word Romai. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, Shloshan Amru Devar Achad Biyatera. So here we're going to continue explaining the Rabbi like Reb Chaim, which uh, again that's why we t- remove the word Romai because he explains it like, like the Rosh Sirilio. Now to understand this piece, 
I'm going to have to fill in a bit more information from the Rosh that's not in Reb Chaim. And what the Rosh explains is as follows. So who are the opinions of Reb Yirmi, Reb Yochanan, Reb Shemel? Like, they're the opinions on the right side of the Fine. They say that what? Shloshtan Amru Davar Chabiyatera. Who are the Shloshtan? The Shloshtan, according to Rosh is Reb Shimon ben Gamliel. That's the opinion who we've been trying to understand exactly what he says. That in the case of being mafresh from figs on dried figs on fresh figs and vice versa. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Meir, Rabbi in our case. Now, there's, when do we say that Rabbi Shimon ben Gamaliel would agree with Rabbi Meir? And it's a good question he posed on Shidat Rabbi Yehuda in, in the Machloket regarding our um, Minchar offering. That's in the case of Etera. That's when he argues with, with Rabbi Yehuda and says, if you add Saor from home, then it's going to result in the Shira being too much, specifically in that case. Why? So let's read Reb Chaim. So Reb Yirmiya, the before that says, you view that which is shriveled up, meaning the dried figs as if they're swollen. That was the way Reb Yirmiya explained Reb Shema Gamliel. And similarly, Reb Dromai. They argue with Dromai. Now, if you recall, Dromai says, let, let's look at the nature of things. And they said, And we learn from there because if you recall, because it wasn't the way, this is what Dromai says, it wasn't the way of lesson Gazait Nevela to swell up in the rain that we, Dromai said, since it's not the way, you still view it shriveled up. And Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Shimon says, no, absolutely not. So therefore, both of them, they would say, they would both say that the Shittas of Rabbi Gavliel and the Shitta of of Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Yossi, would agree in this case. When Rebbe Meir says, you're going to end up with having too much. That's That's because they both say, you view the Seor, that which is this shriveled down version of Seor, importantly in that case, as if it's swollen up. And therefore, it's as if this Midah that you fill into the brim is now spilling over. But that again, that is important to understand that this is again saying that Rabbi Shimon Gamli would agree with the Rabbi Meir's argument against Rabbi Yehuda, specifically, I should say, focused on the case of Yeteira, because that's what Shlosh Tanram would have Because again, Rabbi Yirmi understand Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. And also Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Shimon Gamliel understand that Mishnah, that we do say that we view that which is shriveled up as if it's expanded. Okay? Uh, however, Al-Datu Rabbi Yonah, Rabbi Yossi, and again, Rashulia adds Dromai, so according to the Omarayim on the left side of the chart, they would say, They would say that they all agreed. In other words, Rabbi Shimon would agree with Rabbi Meir's argument, if you like, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, in the case specifically of Chaseira, not Yateira. So I'll read Rabbi Chaim now. He says, Rabbi Chaim says Yateira here, but I think it should be Chaseira. Yeah, that's what the Rasrilio says, and that's who he's quoting. He says, Because they say, no, if you recall, Things that swell up, for example, that piece of Nevela, we view it as if it's shriveled. Why? Do Rabbi Yonah, Rabbi Yossi, again, Rabbi Yonah, Rabbi Yossi, Ha'amri Le'el, Ein Derech Rabbi Yonah, Rabbi Yossi, if you recall, all the way back in the case of figs, we say that it Ein Derech it's not the way of dried figs start swelling up. Similarly, Ein Derech So therefore, in our case, it's not the way of a piece of soil that's shriveled up to start swelling up. The Dromai Nami, also the Dromai in the second case. Namri Ami, Mi He says it has to be originally a Kazait. Halav, if it wasn't originally Kazait, the fact that it swelled up in the rain, we said, they were in a Tatafuach, Kilut Samek. 
He says, you view the fact that it's swelled up as being irrelevant. We said it's as if it's water in it. And that is why they, they would agree with Rabbi Yom in the case of Chaser, that's a good argument, because they're saying that which is swelled up too much, we don't view it as if it's being swelled up, because that which is swollen up, we view as if it's in its original state, just like the lesson of Kazait Nevela, just like the figs. So therefore, to explain, we see that what? We see that they would say that Rebbe Gamliel would agree with Rameer's argument against Rebbe Huda in the case where he says it's going to be Chaseira. Why? Because all those shitot, case of Rebbe Yonah, Rebbe Yossi, they both say that what? That since figs don't naturally grow, or like Dromai, since a since a lesson of Kazait Nevela doesn't naturally then swell up, then you don't view the swollen state as a shear, as a current shear. You look at it as it was in the shrunken state. Consequently, in the case of the swollen soor that's bigger than the original amount, they would say that that's a good argument to argue against Rabbi Huda because we have to view it like it was. And that's why if you fill it up to the brim of the shear, that's why you have less than the required shear. Okay, let's continue. Um, okay, they started cooking rice. They forgot to metakna, they forgot to do a frush on their rice. The Tamichachamim came. Sabrun, do you know what they said? Sabrun Memar, Yisov Chai. Lulakabil, but Mavashel, mafresh from the rice that you haven't cooked on the rice you have cooked. So, Mashmal, what? And if you're doing a volume by volume, you can say, I can view them as if they're it's kilotoferach. So, Amrulun Rebbe Yossi, Af Ana Amran Ken Lamashadakalitoach. So, let me just I'll read Reb Chaim inside to make it clear. He says, They suggested to what? Yasuf Chayla Kabul Mabushal. He knows, Yikhu Chay Bamida. Take Chay by volume, but negative Mabushal. Shim Yeshbum Mabushal Sea, Yikah Chay Asirita Sea. We don't view the Mavushal as if it's shrunken inside. We simply view it like it is now. However, Amrin Lun Rabbi Yossi says, Af Ana Amarkin. You know, Rabbi Yossi says, Do you know what? In this case, I agree with you. Why? Af Ana Svirli, Ein Poach. In other words, meaning, Lo Amarti, that is, in other words, when I held. That what you don't view that some then we say don't view that samek ilutapuach, and therefore that in the case if you remember when I left the thing when he left the thing outside that it was smaller than a kazayin it swelled up I say I just view it as if it's still smaller small again because things that are that are that are small don't normally swell up. Lo amarti pachu gishamim. I only hold that shita when it was when it grew by way of rain. Or, or it became, like we said, that uh, became like leaven. Because normal solid doesn't turn into solid. But now, what? I agree. Why? Why? Because the only way to eat rice is by cooking it. For now, since it's so therefore that's why now I say I say look at it as it is now. In other words, they said the Chachamim said, you know, when you have this rice, I'll make it clear outside. You have this rice that is they have cooked some rice up and you have some rice that is raw. Um, and they forgot to refresh it for the cooked rice. So the Chachamim says, look at the volume of rice, 
and look at the volume and and see how much volume of rice you've got cooked up and take the a tenth of that that you need to take from the from some some raw rice okay so but one second but, but, but um the, if you remember Yossi previously said that just because it swelled up i don't i don't again this is by because it was left outside in, in, in the in the in the rain and swelled up we say since it's in directly polach it's not direct for some some random meat to start swelling in size and growing. No, we don't view it kahashta. You don't view it like it is now. You just assume it's the water that made it increase in size. Okay. However, so that seems to be con- the advice that the Chachadim gave to Mafresh from the dry rice on the cooked rice didn't seem to be good advice. However, Rabbi Yossi says, no, that was only there. However, in this case, I agree you view it like hashta. I agree that you view it like it is now. Because why? Because this is the way you eat rice. The only way to consume rice is by adding water, like cooking in water, and then it naturally swells. And because that's a natural way to eat rice, I agree um, that this is, um, then I agree that you view it like hashta, and you can simply look at the volumes that everything is, and mafresh from the, 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 the dried rice, if you like, on the cooked rice per volume. Okay, so let's just quickly do the Mishnah, and we'll end. This is different types of olives. Now we're still working with Shittu Rabbi Yehuda. Now, despite the fact that we might that one type of olive might, if you recall, might last longer, and there weren't Kohanim around, Chachamim says you go by what's Mekayim. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, you go by what is better. So therefore, in this case, he says, Zete Shemen, olives that produce oil are better than those that are left for pickling. So therefore, you always, you can mafish from the, the better one, which is that on the on the so zeta shemal kevesh, not the other way around. Despite the way zeta kevesh might last longer. Similarly, so in other words, similarly, he says you always have to mafresh from wine that is non-mavushal to mavushal because that's better. Despite the fact that more non-mavushal lasts longer, and then might not. Sorry, despite the fact that mavushal lasts longer. And despite the fact there might not be a coin to give it to, you always take from the better one. Okay. Zakal, koshul kilain bechavero loikro mizalze. So, now, how do we know what are considered two minim that, that you can't mafish from one min, a min al mino? That is, we look at the laws of kilain to understand what is considered two different minim. Okay. Koshul kilain bechavero loikro mizalze, afilu mina yefe alara. Even if you're taking something nicer on something that's not as nice, for course, something that's not two minim, they're not considered kilain, they're considered also therefore one min by truma. However, in, in other words, you have to take from the, the nicest selection on the subpar, not the other way around. If we did take the not nicer one, we say truma to truma nonetheless. It still works. Chutz, except for Hazunin ala Chitin. Now, Zunin and Chitin aren't considered Kilaim, if you recall. That was the first mission in Kilaim. Zunin, we said, was Dano, that grows amongst wheat. However, that you can't mafresh mina Zunin ala Chitin, She'inu Ochel, because that's not considered Ochel Adam. It's only considered bird food. They used to feed the pigeons with it, so that wouldn't be an example. Next, by Kishumalaf for Minachad, when it comes to cucumbers and cucumber melons, they're considered one min, whereas Malafon is cucumber melons, actually. And Rebbe Yehuda or Meriton actually considered Shnei Minim. All right, we'll stop here and mix Shempika with the mountain line. Rabbi, according to Rebbe Yehuda's understanding, is that it's better to give from the affair, even though it's Vadai going to rot? Yeah, he said well, he understands, but I think from uh, Mr. Shem, maybe we'll talk about it a bit tomorrow, but. Um, he understands because it says Chelbomen or the Torah says you always have to take the nicest one, even even if it reduces your chance in getting it to a coin. That's what the Torah says. It's less it's less practical. There's more chiyuv on the hafresha itself, even that's if the coin never benefits from it. Yeah, I think so. All right.
Tot, 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 tot.